0: where we talk about the things that you nerd out about and we nerd out about and other people nerd out about and whatever tickled our fancy this week (laughs) (laughs) or is currently tickling our fancies you know what I mean
1: why are you making that sound so gross
0: hey, I meant it in a completely non-gross way so if it came off as gross to you, that's that's on you (laughs) That's, that's not my problem um, so yeah, hi, I'm Jeremy. Uh and uh I'm Christy. This is Christina. Christina Weiss. <laughs> <laughs> My um delightful um co host.
1: I'm the host and you're the sidekick. Sidekick. Yeah.
0: I was trying to remember the lesser <laughs> one so I could call you at first, oh, but no. then I couldn't even remember. So that's because I'm, I'm too busy coming up with awesome, great, um, awesome ideas to like be bothered with. Right. Words so, and like, titles and whatnot. You're
1: an assistant producer.
0: Yeah, right. Wait, no. <laughs> Whatever.
1: An intern producer. An intern. Right. <laughs> right. Assistant to the assistant.
0: <laughs> That's just rude. So I'm, I'm starting to detect a little bit of a theme because we had our second, for the second week in a row... We had our scheduled guest bail. The
1: last minute. The
0: last minute. And then our plans to even record that night fell apart. Yes. Which is a really bad sign. It's going to become a problem when we switch to our daily format. It's really going to... We're going to yes. have to figure out some... We're going to have to make some changes. Well,
1: first of all, there should be a demand. Right. Because when there's a demand, then maybe we'll get better guests. <laughs>
0: what do you mean better guests?
1: Well, like... Soon it's going to not be cool to just have our friends and family on.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm pretty much through almost all my friends.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, But you have have a lot more friends. We're supposed to have a friend on. She may want to change her name. So I don't know that I'll say her name.
0: We'll call her Susan.
1: (laughs) So she was supposed to be on. And I honestly don't know if she really was having a problem or if she really chickened out. Yeah. Because the topic is a little something came up supposedly the topic is a little um close to home for her. Very um what's it called?
0: Raw? A real? Raw, real. Something that happened
1: recently? It had happened that day when I asked her to be on the podcast. She was like, hey, I have no one to hang out with on Thursday. And it was like Tuesday or Wednesday. And I said, want to come on, be on our podcast and tell that story you just told me? And she was like, yes. And then she started little by little, oh, can I drink? And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) And then later she called me when I left her office and she said, do I have to use my name? Do you have to tell people I'm going to be on it? And then, lo and behold, oh, weird, a work issue pops up. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, but she asked if she could change her name because she wanted to be private, but then she tagged us both Yes, on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, and, and said, said, we're recording. We're recording
1: a podcast. <laughs> so,
0: right. yeah, but, um, so you So, hopefully
1: know. she'll come on because I think it will be a good topic because you both have similar stories. Yeah. With different outcomes. Kind of. <laughs> Well, they started the same. They yes. ended differently. Right. <laughs> so I think that that would be a really good. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I guess so. So how was your week?
1: Really crappy. <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> Any, how about you?
0: Anything you want to talk about? Anything awesome? No. Anything not awesome?
1: Tons of not awesome. <laughs> no.
0: But you just came from something, right?
1: Oh, Jessica's birthday. Right. She just came for Jessica's
0: birthday. And there was something that you said that you want something that happened that you wanted to
1: tell. (laughs) Okay. So we, I went to, um, your sister's birthday and I had met two of the women and there was maybe seven, seven or eight of us. Yeah. So, oh, I guess if you count Jessica, I'd met three of them. So it was. Very uncomfortable going in, but I really wanted to go out for your sister's birthday. Have some lady drinks, some appetizers, and they're all have they all Christian women that have known each other for years, right? How long do you think they've all known each other?
0: I, I have no idea. I mean, it's not like they have all known each other for the same amount of time, but I'm sure it's but a years, really long it, time for all of them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And they all have kids. And I have neither of those. So it was like really, really strange. Little fish
0: out of water scenario. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, and also because I'm dating like the pesky little brother. Do you know what I mean?
0: The awesome little brother. (laughs) Well. Well, probably some of those people, because my sister goes to the church still. That was the church that I grew up in. And so a lot of those people... Some of them have known me in one way or another since I was, like, an infant. Right. (laughs) And and I've gone through a a substantial amount of change in that time. (laughs) (laughs) It was kind of like a screw-up in high school. And then all of a sudden the super good kid, like, Christian guy and Bible school and pastor and all that stuff. And then, you know... Now screw just, up again. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm just the screw up again. Yeah. As my sister loves to say anytime she's had a drink or two. <laughs> I'm the fuck up. <laughs> right.
1: Well you say the fuck up. She says I'm the good kid.
0: She's definitely said fuck up.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well good for her. <laughs> um so then there's that and then so that's always that's always interesting. But so they're all talking about their kids and Whatever, and Jessica tells, said, asks the uh, some of the other ladies if their kids have to, because they're learning about Martin Luther King in school, and she asked the other moms or whatever if their kids have to wear a special thing for Martin Luther King assembly. And I said, "You mean like blackface?" Uh- <laughs> and of course i thought it was awesome
0: you think blackface is awesome no i
1: think my comment was funny okay. can you imagine <laughs> Just like oh, so cool. <laughs> Bunch of little it's kids terrible the- it's a terrible yeah. thing but so one of our friends like put up her hand and i thought she wanted to high five me but i misread the situation and she slapped my hand <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them are teachers right
0: uh, yeah well yeah actually so, my then,
1: so then there was that. <laughs>
0: my sister at least laughed. She laughed. She yeah, she know. thought it was funny okay. because she knows that I'm totally joking. Oh my god! Yeah. So do you think that they didn't think it was funny, or do you think it was just because they didn't know you?
1: I don't know. Jessica's gonna have to weigh in on it. Oh my god! I think someone <laughs> said, "Oh, you said that." <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I think Aaron thought it was really funny just like laughing.
0: I mean, do you have uh,
1: are you With having- my friends they would have thought it was hilarious.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're pretty used to hanging out with Christians though, right?
1: Used to it. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> no, actually, not at all. Yeah. Not like even June. a little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, anytime she hangs out with my family or any of those people, she always has to, like, pull me aside. Not as much anymore, but she has to pull me aside. and she'll have to be like, okay,
1: what explain this to me
0: what this meant. Because yeah. Christians don't even realize it, but they're, like, steeped in this culture and this kind of, like, bubble environment. And they have an entire language that doesn't... Not only does it not make sense to anybody... But it sounds absolutely terrifying or weird or overly sexual (laughs) to people that don't know what's going on. (laughs) Like, Jesus, cover me in your blood. I want all of you inside of me. I
1: want to feel you inside of me. (laughs) I want to
0: feel every part of you on every part of me, Jesus. (laughs) We should do that, actually. We should feel every part of Jesus. No, no. That should be a game that we do. Maybe when we um, have a- Courtney on for like the erotic novel Is or it, yeah. Is Jesus this a line update? from Fifty Shades of Grey or a worship <laughs> song.
1: Okay. <laughs> because- yes, we are doing except for that. You and Courtney know all the worship songs. Yeah. So it yeah. wouldn't be any fun. You guys could do it to me.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. do what to you
1: all the things in the oh, worship songs okay. and uh, Decor- both of us yes. okay all right
0: well that'll be an interesting podcast yeah. uh, i think we will have to the- get a ziploc baggie for the recorder i guess
1: <laughs> oh geez oh. all right yeah
0: that was good times we watched uh, uh speaking of crazy christians we watched a documentary yesterday yes. with one of my friends in it <laughs>
1: yes yes what was it called? Dead Dead
0: Razor. Dead Razor. Dead Razor, it's Dead razor yeah. Explain it's a it. documentary about um well, I mean it, it, it's not it the documentary was somewhat ch- cheaply made. Um it, I think from the credits it sounded like it was made by a Kickstarter, but I mean basically it 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 the guy that's making the movie is interviewing people that are Christians that um believe that God still wants to raise people from the dead and, and does and is actively doing that. Um, and are like actively pursuing they as Christians are actively pursuing, um, miracles and, and healing and raising people from the dead.
1: What I thought. So in this movie, they've claimed to each one of them. So it was like all these guys, they, what did they call themselves?
0: Well, so, it was my my the um the my friend that's in the movie his name is Tyler um and I knew him from way back when I was doing ministry stuff before he was actually a really uh, close friend of mine and somebody that we did stuff we did a little bit of stuff together but more than anything he was just kind of a friend and a support to me and um to to me and my ex-wife actually as we were going through like a lot of the changes and kind of shitty church stuff that we went through um but he you know I I was like kind of part of the, the, the like, community or group of Christianity that I was a part of, especially, like, towards the end of my involvement in that kind of church stuff was, like, crazy Pentecostals. Like, not so much, like, the, um, like, snake handling, drinking poison type Pentecostals or, like, the, like, southern, like, super churchy Pentecostals, but kind of like these crazy... I don't even know
1: drunk on you get drunk right, on right yeah people
0: getting drunk on jesus like speaking um, in tongues t- uh, smoking Jeho- jehovah wanna to- toking the ghost and getting wait the-
1: these are things people say
0: oh yeah D- they said it in the movie
1: Oh no! drinking
0: the vodka. that was during
1: the really weird drinking the vodka. <laughs> the really weird <laughs> oh I have a story about party. that
0: yeah yeah we could get to that in a minute so anyway so uh I forgot where I was going with that, but this Tyler guy was a buddy of mine. Um, and he, his dad died in his arms, uh, of a heart attack. Um, when I think when he was 16 and, um, so he's kind of just been interested in this whole topic and that's always been kind of a driving force behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I still really appreciate him. Actually. I, I just sold him one of my old iPhones, <laughs> but, uh, um, Anyway, but yeah, I I completely lost my train of thought and forgot where I was going. Oh, yeah, but he started this thing called the DRT, and it stands for the Dead Raising Team. Where basically he just had a group of people that from all, um, over the US. from all over anywhere that just believed that this thing and he goes around, travels around the world and does DRT trainings and talk teaches, you know, about raising the dead and all this stuff and uh and I mean here in here in Washington, they were um they, they were literally like, you know, when, when you're looking for like sick people or something, it's a little bit easier. Cause you can just like go to hospitals and find sick people or you a lot. Of, I mean, sick people are everywhere. And so mm-hmm. if you just want to pray for something little, like, like legs to grow out or something like that, like that's, th- those people are fairly easy to find, but it's a little bit more difficult to get access to dead bodies. <laughs> and <laughs> so they were like, literally like, especially when they first started, they would just like chase ambulances to like accident scenes and like go to hospitals and go to morgues and all this kind of stuff. And they would never do anything without like the permission of the family and all that kind of stuff. Like they actually talk about the, some of the just like real basic logistics of it during the training. Um, but, like, here in Washington, at one point, somebody pre- approached them from the state and b- basically just said, hey, we heard what you're trying to do. And ended up putting them through, like, a certification program so they could, like, get into morgues and stuff here in Washington. Oh, that's so weird. <laughs> like, well,
1: like, there was one story where they prayed. What did they come for three days to a funeral home to try to raise a body that had been embalmed? Yeah. Okay they' prayed they prayed for
0: people they've prayed for people that have been cremated,
1: but even if that works right, why would you want to be reborn with a body filled with poison? Well,
0: one of the stories that they talked about and no
1: and their and your organs are removed
0: I think that if if you're at a point where you're believing that um god 's going to bring life to something that is completely dead um, then I think that it's not too far of a stretch to also assume that he could repair such things as their body being full of poison or something like that. Like in the Bible, there's stories about um, like a man throwing himself on the bones of another man and the bones coming like there's. Yeah, there's a, it, it's not, it's not a, it's not that far of a stretch. <laughs>
1: so okay uh we'll leave that there um what i was discouraged with is that well i mean it
0: is a far stretch but i'm saying like in if you are already mentally in a place where you're believing, believing that. that god's going to bring life back to this dead thing then it's right. not that much of a stretch to right. <laughs> think so that maybe it's there's this team the of person what? being involved five be
1: men Yeah, I think five men. But these
0: people hadn't really ever met before. Yeah, they they were put together. It sounds like they were put together by the filmmaker guy. Basically, this filmmaker guy got inspired by just the movement throughout not any particular group or church or whatever, but just kind of this movement throughout like this larger, I guess, sect of Pentecostal Christianity Mm -hmm. or whatever you wanted to call it. Um, And so he put this film together and then he kind of reached out to a bunch of people and got them together and interviewed them and drove around and met some different people and they tried a few things and they did some traveling and stuff like that. But yeah, so it was a group of five guys that had never met before. Tyler was one of them. And they
1: all had said that they've seen bodies from be raised from the dead. Yeah. But during the movie that never happened.
0: Right. Yeah. And there was times when like the the camera was there while they were praying for a dead person at least at least once at least once yeah so it it just
1: seems that if that actually has happened that like the stories they've told yeah why didn't they just keep filming until that happened I don't know because well I mean logistically wouldn't that just make everyone believe yeah I would believe if I actually saw it
0: I should try and find the video. We watched a video about a guy in like Kenya or something where they actually have it supposedly on video. And I remember watching it. I watched it when I was in Bible college. It's weird. You'll have to remind me of that afterwards and I'll try and find it and we okay. can track it down and because tell everybody about have it.
1: Have you ever seen the movie Pet Cemetery? No. <laughs> no. The people don't come back like they were. They okay. They just don't. And then like the baby starts killing people and like, it's just not good. (laughs) Don't raise people from the dead.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it seemed like they, they interviewed a guy that was clinically dead, right? His heart had stopped and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. And, and there just happened to be a street preacher nearby that, um, that day he had felt like the Lord had told him to, dress like jesus to, mm-hmm. p- to put on a, a costume like jesus so uh, of course he's a white and of course he has <laughs> he's, a, he's a white male <laughs> with long hair and a beard so he's already halfway there basically so he just had to put a robe on because that's what Je- jesus was a white guy with a beard do you as want to talk know. about
1: the times when jesus told you to do things
0: <laughs> we could yeah sure
1: well <laughs> you were just talking about it last night
0: yeah well, but let me finish the story. Oh, sorry. So, uh anyway, so this guy had been clinically dead. He had basically OD'd and um I mean, he came back to life, I guess, when this street preacher guy went over and prayed for him and and he came back completely different, like in a positive way. So coming Maybe it's not seconds. all like pet cemetery.
1: Um coming back after being clinically dead for seconds and the things they're talking about right. to are, are very sep- Very
0: separate issues. I understand. I understand.
1: And I feel like almost dying from a drug overdose and then waking up, that either makes someone not change or completely change. Yeah. And that completely changed the guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it did. <laughs> but, I mean, I think that my overall, my favorite scene from the movie... And this is the one that I have the story about. And it also just reminded me of so many experiences that I had in church. (laughs) But um, I don't know whose idea it was. But basically, they kept on calling it a house party, which is probably where I I mean. Well, they did
1: have house music. It went wrong
0: from the very beginning. But basically, these five guys that have never met, they're all white, right? Yes. Everybody's white. Five white Christian dudes. They're all men. All dressed the same. all white. They're. A lot, they're literally wearing the same thing. Yeah. Um, like matching t-shirts right. <laughs> and, um,
1: and a lot of times matching plaid shorts.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, they decided that they were going to do this thing called a house party. And I, I don't remember what campus it was. Is that Christianese? They, no. Oh, the, they were just calling it a house party. Right. But, um, and they, they were, they are like, we're just going to do the Matthew ten eight thing, which Matthew ten eight is when, um, Uh, It's a Bible verse that says, you know, uh, raise the dead, heal the sick, cleanse the leper, cast out demons, all that stuff. So, you know, all the stuff that they're trying to do. And so what they want to do is like, they're kind of envisioning this like New Testament, like house, like prayer meeting where they're like imparting this, this like power of Jesus on people to go like get them all psyched up and go out and raise the dead and heal the sick and cast out demons and all that kind of fun stuff. And so um that's what they're envisioning, but what they the way that they tried to do that was by going into the middle of like a college town, basically like kind of the like frat row. I mean, it wasn't frat row, but like the basically like housing area like not on campus housing, but the house the big houses and all that stuff where everybody lives around there. And um they decided to have like a a what they were calling a house party, um, which college kids in the area, when they hear the word house party, um, think you know like booze and dancing and drugs and
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> sex and whatever, and so uh, um, so they went into the middle of this college campus and uh bought a whole bunch of pizza and bought a whole bunch of pop (laughs) and some uh some poster board and some markers and went around don't
1: forget the bubble machine oh yeah
0: they had a bubble machine rented some sound equipment and they um uh, house
1: music pumping out of the house
0: and they had a big party and um
1: but big party means two people came Well, the one guy that was stoned that that said, I thought I was going to get free beer (laughs) and just kept eating pizza. And then I think one other girl.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe. And then like at one point they finally just went out on the balcony of this house and like grabbed the microphone and started just like preaching over the microphone in the middle of the city. And it was just like, it was so tangibly, painfully awkward to watch. And I was talking to my buddy Tyler today and I was like, he's like, cause I told him, um, I told him that I got the movie. And so he asked me, he, he talked to me on Facebook today and he was like, so, Hey, what's that? like, do you watch the movie? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, dude, was that, um, I said, was that, was that a house party scene? Like, was that as awkward as it looked on the movie and Mm -hmm. he was like oh the guy that made the movie edited it to be like a thousand times less awkward than it was so if any awkwardness came through like he's like you have no idea you have no idea and he told me a couple things that they tried to do that like did just not pan out
1: (laughs) well (laughs) even after didn't i say they needed to have someone outside of christian culture? help edit this yeah because just that scene alone was everything that i hate about what people think about christians
0: yeah yeah i mean even at one point there's a guy there's a muslim guy walking by with like robes and all that stuff on and like the head dress and everything <laughs> and and the guy on the well, microphone is headdress. like "Boy, well, yeah, had like the little hat like thing <laughs> like the you know the <laughs> just <laughs> <whatever>. the hat <laughs>
1: There's no head requirement.
0: Well, you know, but but it's like a little Muslim
1: hat. Yeah. Like, he was probably from Africa, like an exchange student or yeah, something. Yeah, and he's, like,
0: walking by.
1: And they focus, and and they, they zoom the in. Camera the camera, like,
0: pans on him and, like, follows him along. As they're Meanwhile, talking about the Meanwhile, as the, the guy literally is, like, preaching at him as he walks by. And I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing it's a really so good bad. job of alienating themselves. So, yeah, that was... um. That was entertaining. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. You're starting to fall asleep?
1: I'm a little tired. It's pretty late. <laughs> it's not that late.
0: It's only, you know, quarter to one.
1: <laughs> Should we take a break? Yeah, we can
0: take a little break okay. and then we'll, we'll come back. <laughs> Back.
1: Hello. Hello. This next segment.
0: You guys don't know this, but it's actually an hour later. I made Christy take a nap.
1: (laughs) So she would
0: get her shit together.
1: (laughs) So this segment is 100% courtesy of our fan, our nerd, Jen, who sent, who texted in, and I encourage all of you to do so as well. (laughs) Our
0: fan, Jen, who gets outrageously upset every time the podcast is any later than oh I should read her text Christy expects and um apparently Christy just gave her my number
1: (laughs) did she write you the really long mean one Uh, the other day she's
0: written me a lot of mean
1: ones (laughs) the other day so I told her that we they would be coming out on Saturdays and on Tuesday she wrote to me and was like, okay, I just do not understand what the big fucking deal is. This is not what did she call it? This is not a fucking Sundance film. What does it take to edit it? What can I do to make it come out faster? And I was like, uh it was there on Saturday. Why don't you have it on auto to like subscribe or something? <laughs> she was like, You said you would text me <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, well, the, the show's p- an hour long, right? It's not a fucking Sundance film, for fuck's sake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this w- I didn't know that Christy had just decided to hand out my number to her. Oh, although yeah. I've given out my number on the podcast, I guess right. so I shouldn't be surprised if she just texts me. But um, yeah, so I'm just like hanging out one day, and I randomly get this text message that just says. What is the motherfucking hold up? <laughs> Question mark <laughs> exclamation point. And I thought about it for a minute. And I just wrote her back and I said, "Jen?" <laughs> and she said, "I'm asking questions, not you. When's my pod dropping?" <laughs> and I said, "Tonight, but probably kind of late." And she said, I said, "Recording an audiobook with friends was going to have Christy do it so I could edit, but she's going to dinner with her parents." And she said, "That's horseshit." <laughs> <laughs> no excuses. <laughs> No excuses. And I said, "You're right. I should have done it last night." And she goes, "Yeah, I know I'm right. I've been waiting patiently, and I'm tired of the excuses." And I said, "Sorry, ma'am. I'll do better next week." Yeah. <laughs> but since then, we've we've been right. I did. She it, wanted Sunday. It was on Sunday. Was she on Sunday wanted a personalized week, text message that oh, said, "It's ready." Okay. okay. Well, we can both do it tonight. Right. I'm going to post this tonight.
1: No. Yeah. We post on Saturdays.
0: Well, I'll post it tonight. Whatever. It'll be okay. ready to go.
1: So. That just sounded really mean. Yeah, Sorry. it did. Okay. <laughs> so this segment is a hundred percent. Jen gets sleepy,
0: sleepy, the The bitch awakens. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: um, this is a hundred percent. Her suggestion. She sent in three questions that she wanted us to answer. Um, the first one is, do you have any celebrity encounters? Celebrity run-ins.
0: I was at an auction once, um, where john Curley was the auctioneer
1: (laughs) so still waiting for the celebrity encounter was there another was there a celebrity in the audience
0: i ran into mark driscoll at jc penny once
1: did you talk to him
0: i think i just said well at the time i was a bit of a fan (laughs) and i said hey i think uh thanks for everything or something stupid like that
1: Can't believe you're ever a fan of Mark Driscoll. We're gonna break up.
0: When I was um, when I was like in the Christian scene a bit more, I got to meet quite a few of the celebrities of the small pond that I was a part of.
1: That no one knows who they are.
0: Bill Johnson.
1: Just name them. Name drop. Bill (laughs) Bill Johnson, Danny Silk,
0: George and Banoff. Chris Valton <laughs> nothing no. 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 no Heidi Baker no, <laughs>
1: okay, no, okay, It's like when you and your sister and other people start talking about Christian bands, and I'm just like, nope, nope
0: <laughs> d c talk <laughs> yeah, grapes
1: of red does that too yeah. like the, they'll just oh, yeah. like talk about these, and I'm like, nope, no, no idea, yeah, no yeah. idea, Michael W. Smith, everyone knew that <laughs> song about friends. That's the only that's the closest I one. loved
0: it when they talked about Carmen. What? Carmen, there's a Christian singer called Carmen mm-hmm. and he had like a he had a song. I can't remember what it was called, but it was about like a boxing match between the devil and and Jesus.
1: Oh no, that has to go in right now. <laughs> okay. You have to find that. Oh, we'll,
0: we'll I'll, I'll play it right now. Finger Satan and said, "I know you know the rules <laughs> cuz you've been twisting them to deceive my people." For years." Satan cried, I'll kill you, Christ. You will never be this friend. The demons wheezed, That's right. There ain't no way. Satan jeered, You're dead, Jesus. I'm gonna rest you Jesus said, Go ahead, make my day.
1: Okay, you guys all need to Google that <laughs> no. and watch the video. Yeah, because it's horrible. Yeah, no. So well, what is it? I'll, Carmen. I'll play
0: it, the video itself. Is a. Uh, is like eight and a half minutes long and there's no way that i'm going to put the entire eight and a half minutes in the podcast because nobody would actually make it all the way through no that's horrible Um, i don't
1: even i couldn't even handle two minutes of it what what's the name of the song
0: it's called uh so the uh, the artist is called carmen c-a-r-m-a-n and the song is called the champion and if you just i mean you can even just google carmen the boxing song and it'll come up
1: so you've never and it's like a
0: combination like spoken word talkie type situation um
1: slash horrible so you've never spoke to or encountered a celebrity is what you're saying because john Curley is not a celebrity i guess he would be a local celebrity if you want to call him that okay so no no i guess not. i mean like your encounters with luke burbank are just as just as high up there as john Curley. okay they're the same level of celebrity to me i would think
0: yeah, no, that's uh, that's about all I got. Okay, I was in the audience for Bill Nye's show once. But that's cool. That's uh, yeah. That's all I Don't got.
1: you like love him?
0: I do. I do love Bill okay. Nye.
1: Do you want? Do you want to meet him? Yeah. Okay. I'll make it happen. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's weird. Um, anyway, how about you? Do you have any? I do. I have, a, I have a few, but the one I'll tell on this podcast is, uh, you weren't a Sonics fan, right? You were not. No.
0: Oh no, no, no no, okay.
1: no, no. So I was a huge, huge Sonics fan. And so anytime they'd be places or whatever, I would try to go and, um, Oh, actually I'll tell two stories. One was they were in the playoffs. Um, And I was at a huge, like, celebrity crush on this um, Sonic name, Terry Cummings. And he was at the Target. And I was, like, so cool and, like, going in, like, Terry, what's up? Do so good at the playoffs. And (laughs) I thought I was, like, pretty awesome. And I was married at the time. Casey, we had, like, season tickets to the Sonics. And he comes up and completely, like, loses it like he can't like remember what to say and he's like your husband yes okay he's like hey what's what's up do you good tomorrow and terry's like ah we don't play tomorrow but thanks and like casey just like turns bright red he doesn't like know what to say he tries to like go in the exit like the whole thing he just loses himself and when he walks out i notice he has like pepper and broccoli like all up in his teeth and i'm like yeah that's amazing <laughs> oh my God.
0: that's why like i i like even when we went and um when we went and saw adam carolla like mm-hmm. we could have tried to like go and meet up with him like because he always has that thing afterwards right. where he meets people like i just and especially in that kind of situation where there's a billion other people there pulling on him and mm-hmm. whatever like I, I just feel like it's not worth it like I'm just going to be awkward it's not going to be memorable for that person it's not really going to be memorable you know it's not like they're going to be like hey you know here's my number like, I'd really like to spend yeah, some time with cool. you. Like, and what <laughs> are you seeing in a hotel near here? Cause uh, like maybe we could get a drink <laughs> later or whatever. Like that's, that's what you would want. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that's not going to happen. It's going to be like a, Hey, I'm going to shake your hand and pat you on the back and then do it to the next like 400 people that are in line behind you or whatever. So it's like, right. it just, it, I, it just, and I also think that I would do that thing that p- people probably do where like, I would try so hard to not be awkward and weird that i would be, be like borderline rude like like <laughs> like oh like trying to pretend like it's not a big deal <laughs> right so i can just seem like cool like hey man like you're famous you know that's cool I'm- yeah <laughs> I mean, well, well, we're dudes. that's cool
1: <laughs> um yeah i'm per- okay so i'll go back to my other story but I'll tell my Adam story. I saw him once at a book signing and I just couldn't speak. And it's really weird because I've, you'll hear this next story. Like I've usually like played it cool. I mean, with my job, I've had to talk to kind of, uh, I mean, I have talked to famous people and, and celebrities and like politicians and stuff. And I don't really care. Uh, but something with Adam, I think because I loved him since I was like, I mean, since love line first came on, I've been a huge fan. So just, and then the book signing and I just could not talk. And so my friend like jumped up and asked (laughs) the question that I wanted to, and just moved on. And then the second time he, the person in front of me was doing that thing where they wanted him to keep retaking the picture over and over and over (laughs) and over again. And i it was finally my turn and I go to take a picture and I was just about to talk to him and she came back through the door and said she wanted a retake oh and he God. was getting like super flustered and he's like, really? And then it just kind of like ruined the moment, but I got my picture with him and it's okay because I don't know if I would have been able to say what I wanted to say or was, whatever. Wait. Can
0: I have a sample of your pubic hair? No. <laughs> For your clone, no. <laughs> for your, for your Adam Carolla, uh, little reasons. doll that you're making. Yeah.
1: <laughs> See, then that's the thing, like, what I don't feel like I have anything interesting. So there was one time when, um, Giovanni was doing, I think we talked about it when he was on, he was doing the sound for laughs in Kirkland and I was there and I had been tweeting, um, Gio that day Yeah, and he was like, Oh, you should come up and talk to me. And I'm like, nope, not doing that, because the chances of him introducing me to Adam were very high, and I would have just been a mess. I would not have known what to do. I would have just been like, freak, freak (laughs) out. Okay, so the one time uh, I met George Carl, which was the coach of the Sonics. I was a huge fan of his, and he had written a book, and... He, so, he was at Barnes & Noble doing a book signing. I was, like, so excited. We bought the book. Casey and I bought the book. And I went first, and he, like, looked at me, and he's, like, are you actually going to read this? And I didn't know if he was saying that, like, trying to be funny, or if he was being, like, oh, you're a girl. Why would you want to read a book about basketball? I I had no idea, like, his train of thought, and I was, like...
0: Lots of girls like basketball. Yeah. They have that's, an why I got, that's why I
1: got it annoyed with him because I liked this guy so much. I like had so much respect for him and was so excited for it. And he's like, are you actually going to read this? And I was like, yeah, are you going to read it? You like, said that to him? Yeah. And he goes, I haven't read it yet. And I was like, well, this book's not going to be very good, is it? And Seriously? Yeah. And then I just like oh walked God. away. And Casey was so embarrassed, like, why did you talk to the coach like that? And he was, like, so mad at me. I'm like, well, he offended me. And then I just snapped back being, like, I was trying to give, like, you probably had a ghostwriter kind of thing. And he totally did. <laughs> and then just the fact that he said, read it. I'm like, oh nope. My god Blah. So then wow. after that, he I kind of lost a little respect for him. And then I have one last um, funny story of a memorable time, which was um, whenever I go to New York, I usually try to go to at least one Broadway show. And you wait outside of the little – you wait outside the stage door, and they come out and sign things. And, and one day I saw um, – I don't remember if it was Christian Chenoweth. We – so we had seen a whole bunch of people. I saw Sarah Jessica Parker on the street. I saw like Law and Order being filmed. And so all those people that are there. And um, a, a whole bunch of celebrities that time. And I didn't care. Joey McIntyre from New Kids on the Block signed something. And I had loved him when I was in junior high. And But we went to a show. And Joey Fatone from NSYNC, uh was in a show. And he came out. And I just completely freaked i couldn't talk i was shaking i took a picture with like a flash like extremely in his face to the point where it blinded him and he's like well i can't see and i like didn't know what to do and i just kind of like we- like weirdly didn't know what to do with my hands and then i just like backed away like very slowly <laughs> away from the situation it was really embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> that was- so that's my celebrity encounters awesome awesome yeah <laughs> All right. Jen, second second question is awkward sex moments. Tell a story of when you had an awkward moment during sex. That's for you. D- Jeremy. Um well,
0: I've only had sex for, you know the one time when
1: On your wedding day, I had
0: my daughter wrote, I guess twice, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the wedding, the wedding day, and then that. But um,
1: okay, your mom's not listening. I to I was this. trying to
0: think of this. I was trying to think of like an awkward, an an awkward, and I don't really have like a specific awkward one, as you have much tons. as one common awkward thing that has okay. embarrassingly happened multiple times. All right, let's hear it. Where I have. Fallen asleep <laughs> while, um, while uh, mid- mid-intercourse. Okay. Yeah.
1: And, w- I mean, how was that embarrassing? Like, the next day when you woke up? Well,
0: it's embarrassing that it happens. Like.
1: So, I mean, just, but how do you know bruised. it when you wake up your... It's, it's,
0: I mean, it's probably just as embarrassing for the other person, if not more so. But the right. fact that it's just an awkward... It's just an awkward thing,
1: I guess. So um but like do you find out the next day and they in... and <laughs> Yeah, usually I don't What's know going what you're on doing. With my I don't know, you Let flipped it around. It. Okay. Um yeah, so the next day or do you just like wake up and go,
0: Oh no. Yeah, I mean usually like maybe a little bit later. Sometimes it's like five or ten minutes later, sometimes it's an hour later, sometimes it's a couple hours later.
1: You wake up and remember the situation you had yourself in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, no, no isolated...
0: But, n- yeah, no, not really that I can think of, to be honest
1: with you. Okay. No, that's good, right? Yeah. I guess. <laughs> what?
0: It's just also, I mean, yeah, no, I can't. What? No, I don't... I don't.
1: Oh, no. Okay. Um, my embarrassing sex story is when someone fell asleep while, just kidding. (laughs) That's not that embarrassing as like annoying. (laughs) What what did you throw at me, Penny? Um, this is a really embarrassing story that I just remembered when you were telling your story.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Uh... A boy was down south.
0: Don't me. play with the microphone like that. Okay. Sorry. It's I'm noises. like really
1: uncomfortable telling this story. Yeah. Um, he was, you know, whatever you say, oral yes. sexing me. Yes. <laughs> and then he just kind of like stopped and he was crying.
0: Oh my god. And so then he came oh back god. up
1: and then I like had to comfort him and like figure out what was going on. What was going on? Turns out he had a girlfriend.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And he decided to feel bad in the middle of
0: He had a girlfriend at the time. Yes. Oh.
1: That I did not know about.
0: Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> yeah well i mean i usually cry during sex but for other reasons i mean it's great (laughs) it makes like good lubrication yeah yeah
1: (laughs) yeah so that was really (laughs) embarrassing (laughs) (laughs) and then um on that same note i didn't tell it on this one i think i told it on my old podcast um where I was having kind of a long distance flirtation with a coworker and then we had a business trip where our whole team finally met in one place in New York and after a couple drinks dinner, we met up in his hotel room, hooked up and then he started getting like text messages and then he said, oh that's awkward it's my wife and he hadn't told you no never told me he was married (laughs) never told me he was married (laughs) you have did the opposite of telling me he was (laughs) married
0: so what is it about you that is causing you to pick (laughs) men that are not available (laughs) i know (laughs)
1: um yeah i don't i don't know I meaning to tell me you something now
0: is a good time. Is that me? You're married. <laughs> I'm married. Oh, gosh. I think <laughs> your parents would have told me that. <laughs>
1: but um, then I just I just told him to um, stop freaking out. Don't be weird. And don't make it weird for the rest of the week because we had to like sit next to each other in a conference room for the rest of the week. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So but that that was an awkward thing. Yeah. To yeah. Have happen. I guess probably,
0: uh, yeah, no, that's, I'm just keep on trying to think of awkward sex. I mean, it was probably really awkward, (laughs) really awkward when I had sex with my wife on our wedding night because we'd never had sex before. (laughs) And so, you know, that was probably, that was probably awkward, but yeah. Not really,
1: yeah, yeah the first time always <laughs> we're gonna talk about that in a different podcast,
0: oh yeah, that's right,
1: with Courtney, yeah, and be my very exciting my stories will be very different than yours, <laughs> that's for sure, yeah, yeah, that is really weird, because the first time you have sex, it's just a weird situation anyways, and it to be like such a build up of your wedding and Then also that to be the first time you have sex.
0: Yep. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a a lot of pressure. I know. I have friends that didn't even kiss their. Ever? Until their wedding day. Their first kiss was, you may now kiss the bride.
1: Whoa. (laughs)
0: That was their first, the first time that they had. They had touched oh lips. no, I would so, never be able to do that yeah. and I'll tell you and why people wonder people wonder why There's the f- first few right? years of marriage are so difficult, maybe because you <laughs> live in a culture that says it's wrong to live together, so right. you go from mostly guys that lived with their parents growing up and then lived with either you know men or women that lived with people of the same sex right under separate roofs. And then all of a sudden you go from that to being married and having sex for the first time and going home together. And, like, there's an adjustment period when you get a roommate, <laughs> let well, alone, like, everything else. And also,
1: it the, mar- the marrying age tends to be super young. So, I mean, you...
0: There's definitely a lot of immaturity. A lot of people <laughs>
1: have never lived on their own. So they have yeah. come straight from their parents' house. Yeah. Straight to this Or, situation. I mean, when
0: in, like, in Bible college, you know, people go, c- come out of high school and then they move into dorms and they're living in dorms with a bunch of other Christians or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they went from their parents' house to a dorm to being married, <laughs> living one-on-one with
1: The spouse, so. may- I mean, the reason why I would never be able to not kiss someone until I, their wedding day, is that what she said, is I've kissed a lot of bad kissers, and I would never <laughs> be able to commit myself to lifetime right. with a bad kisser. This That's actually
0: a very important thing.
1: Well, and also a bad sexer. Right. Yes. Yeah, I want to be able to do that.
0: I had I had a, a news story that that is an awkward sex moment. Okay, <laughs> that I had to share. Um, the the so uh, January eighth, uh, a domestic dispute over space aliens escalated Saturday morning when a lingerie-clad New Mexico woman allegedly pointed a silver handgun at her boyfriend, a weapon she retrieved from her vagina. So. She pulled the gun out of her vagina, pointed it at her bo- boyfriend. Um, he ended up calling the police. Do but we know what size gun here's it is? Here's the exciting part. Where it had been placed while the accused woman was performing a sex act. <laughs> so, uh, oh, so and then she also, placed to make it- matters more strange, the arrested woman is the most recent ex-wife of Pulitzer Prize winning novelist Cormac McCarthy, author of The Road and No Country for Old Men. So the guy that wrote no country for old men, his most recent ex-wife was having sex with somebody while they were having sex, um, as part of a sex act, she put a gun inside of her vagina. She was masturbating with it. Basically, she was masturbating with the gun. She said, while they're having sex, she said, which one of us is more crazy as she's masturbating with a gun or some kind of, they're doing some kind of sexual thing that involves her having a gun inside her vagina. She says, which one of us is more crazy. They get in some kind of conversation about aliens, at which point she pulls the gun out of her vagina, points it at his head. He freaks out, grabs it, throws it in the toilet, then freaks out again, (laughs) takes it out of the toilet, throws it outside and calls the police. Police shows up. She goes to jail.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. I have so many questions. And it's and not comments. even in
0: Florida, which is the most amazing thing. Where is it? Um New Mexico.
1: New well, Mexico. <laughs> well. It's
0: the, the floor. New Mexico is the Florida of the southwest. <laughs> okay. I
1: mean, come on. So
0: I almost said the Florida of the West Coast, in case you're wondering how the um how my uh, uh homeschool homeschool. <laughs> geography <laughs> <Right>? went.
1: <laughs> so okay there's just so much she well,
0: she said as she was inserting the gun into her vagina <laughs> oh my god
1: it's just too much i i don't know what i lost i lost the question that i was gonna ask you
0: well you were uh asking a question about the size of the gun yes you know i don't it doesn't say Whose All the pictures that I've seen in the news stories that I looked at show a revolver.
1: This that... seems like a um, scene that would be in the movie True Romance.
0: I've never seen that movie.
1: Oh. Okay. Watch the movie and then laugh at that question. My favorite part say. is...
0: Uh, <laughs> My favorite part is whoever wrote this article. The article I'm reading is from the Smoking Gun. Reached out to this woman on Facebook to see if she had any, um, if she had any comments to make on the story. It just seems funny. Like, hey, let's let's go find her on Facebook.
1: I How do you to word know that message? If the gun is hey. loaded,
0: I'm assuming it was. Doesn't Aww. doesn't say. I guess we could try and pull the uh, original
1: records. Oh, I know what my question was. What, do you really have conversations while having sex? Sure. No. Not like that. <laughs> you don't have full-on conversations. You can have you can say things like, "Yes, that's good." More of that, less uh-huh. of this. "Yes, right there." Not right there. More of this. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) But to like be like... And in that tone. Yeah. Yes, That's my sex voice.
0: I like that. Please continue. A
1: little more of that, a little less of that. Yeah, no, this
0: is... um,
1: But to have a full-on conversation like, hey, who do you think is more crazy? And then they get into a talk about...
0: The fact that they were still like engaging in some kind of sexual experience together... While she was ha- after she had like presented a gun into the situation and then inserted it into her um, it tells me that maybe they were at a point in their sexual relationship where, where the mess started? They felt comfortable oh. trying new things. And maybe one of those things that they wanted to try was uh, conversing more openly during their sexy times. Okay. I mean, hey, no have judgment you, here. Like, have if you that's, had your thing, that's your thing, your thing.
1: conversations while you're having sex? Sure. No.
0: Well, with the person I'm having sex with, or?
1: Yes. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, you'll be like, oh, so what did you do today?
0: Yeah, I used to. Well, I mean, I used to do it as a joke all the time. My ex wife. <laughs> Maybe would that's part say? of the reason why she's my ex wife. Yeah. I don't know. I just start really mundane conversations. <laughs> Like to be funny. Oh my god. Hey, sense of humor is attractive. (laughs) Everybody likes that. And just, you know, throwing a little fuel on the fire.
1: Did she think it was funny?
0: I don't Yeah, no, I
1: don't know. So if the other person isn't getting the joke, it's not funny anymore. It's just mean. Like my ex used to say, Nobody thinks I'm as funny as I do.
0: (laughs) I was entertained. (laughs)
1: What was the other thing you did? Oh. When you, right before you proposed to her to throw her off, you broke, told her you were going to break up. Oh, her. yeah.
0: Yeah. I didn't want, I didn't want her, Um. So I didn't want her to like, yeah, because every, one of the things that really bugged me, first of all, I wanted proposals to be like a, I think they should always be kind of big, like cool thing, not like some stupid over the top elaborate viral video, because that's mm-hmm. played out now, but like come up with something new that's original to the person has some kind of meaning whatever and um also it always really bothered me when it like it when it's not a surprise like i i, I so it was really important to me that it was going to be a surprise mm-hmm. and so for like the month or month and a half leading up to when i actually proposed to her i um uh p- purposefully Instigated fights, <laughs> where I talked about maybe we should split up, and kind of like started alluding to stuff like that to 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 throw her off the trail.
1: You're yeah, the worst.
0: <laughs> it's called romance, okay? <laughs> Look, Look at it that. up.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that's weird. Okay, so the last question she has is. Weird phobias or fears. I guess not weird, just Jesus, phobias. I that could do an
0: entire podcast on this. I have so many weird phobias and fears and it's more like anxiety. I get super anxious about stuff. Yeah. Like I hate returning I don't like returning things anywhere. Like I sometimes we'll just like including like videos clothes, red box yeah yeah that's that's another issue but i'll like keep clothes that don't fit me or like things that i don't want because i just i get huge anxiety about returning stuff i hate doing it um i can't use coupons i don't want to be like that guy that has all the coupons and i also the like guy
1: that saves money
0: i also hate like It seems like nine times out of 10, when you try and use a coupon, it doesn't work. And then it just creates this weird, awkward situation. And I would just like, I'll pay the extra 50 cents for the can of green beans Mm -hmm. and just like not have like that's 50 cents is worth it to me to not have to worry about like an awkward experience (laughs) with the cash cashier Mm -hmm. at the checkout stand or whatever. When you try and use the group on at a restaurant and then, oh, oh, no, this it's only good for Monday, Wednesday and Thursday is on even months or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I just like, I, 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 I hate that. I, I can't send food back at restaurants. Like I could, they could deliver a plate of food to me with, um, just covered with body hair. And I would just kind of scrape it off and eat what's underneath. <laughs> like I, I can't return food. I can't send it back. I can't complain. I, you just like, don't like being high maintenance. Yeah. I just, I never want to be high maintenance. And like if, if I ever get like, if they ever bring out something that I didn't order or do something wrong or mess something up, I won't say anything about it. I won't do anything about it. Like I, I hate that.
1: And mm. that's why it's such a big anxiety for you now that you can't eat gluten.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause we go to places and I'm like, I, I have to will ask literally... for the menu.
1: Well, I don't, I don't
0: even like, I won't even ask for the menu. Right. It's not like, I don't make you do it. Just to clarify, right. I don't make her do it. No, I said I She'll do just it. ask if they have one sometimes. Well, no, you said I'll have to ask. I don't want people to think that.
1: Oh, that you're not making me. But yeah, I have to do it, do it because I want to know. Because you just yeah. go, do you think I can eat this? Or I'll, about just, get, this? Or I'll just get a salad. <laughs> right. How about this? How about this? And then I ask for the menu. And then they're always thrown off when I get a... I ordered the gluten-filled <laughs> thing and you you don't. So, and they're always like, "Yeah, but that uh flatbread has gluten." And I'm like, "Yep, <laughs> I don't care." <laughs> so, um what else?
0: Uh oh, I don't like um I don't ever want to get um I don't like I don't want to have a pet cuz I get attached to the pets and then they die and I don't want to deal with the loss, Tell your and story. so I just don't want to have pets. What do you mean my story?
1: The story of when your dog died. My dog? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I my dog died, and uh, we had him cremated, and I carried his ashes around with me for a few years
1: how many years i don't
0: know a while
1: a long time but yeah into, into college, college. <laughs> till <laughs> didn't they steal it and somebody it stole over? it
0: out of my room and they were playing catch with it in the hallway at our dorms and then the box broke open and a bunch of the ashes came out in a big cloud and uh somebody <laughs> walked out of their room and kind of waved their hand in front of their face and said who let jeremy's dog out
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny
0: yeah it was hilarious <laughs> um, so yeah, like I just won't do pets because I get attached and then they Except die. Except you love pod dog. Worth it? Well, th- that's because like th- th- the that's the pet that's in my life. Like I I wouldn't you have, have no gotten choice. him. Yeah, and I'll be I'll be really upset when he dies. I mean, there was a night he was sick one night because he had eaten all had of his medication. Into, he's on the pod dog is on um medication because he's dying because he has cancer or something and. He had gotten into his bag of medication and eaten the entire thing, and so I was convinced he was going to die, and I couldn't sleep that entire night because my daughter was there, and Christy was there, and I was like, I don't want to – like, I don't want either one of them because they both love hot dog too, and I didn't want either one of them to be the ones that found him dead because, like, that would just be traumatizing. like. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so I was like basically stayed up the entire night because I was like, I'm gonna, I want to be the one to find him, and I was, I had a plan. I was gonna take him and like put him in a box or something and put him outside because it was cold, and then wait till the morning and then talk to him about <laughs> it. As my plan, um, I also don't ever want to get my daughter balloons for the same reason,
1: because when they pop.
0: Because when they pop, um, she got a kite once, and I like. Had tons of anxiety about it.
1: And then what happened to it?
0: I don't know. It disappeared. Yes. <laughs> not under my watch. No. <laughs> While well, she was with her mom, and she still talks about it. Yeah. She's literally, and that was what?
1: When, remember June? the time my SpongeBob kite June? flew away? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Uh, that's probably. You have a
1: weird thing about feet, but that's not a phobia. Feet
0: freak me out, yeah.
1: Oh, I know. Uh, Being in a big group at a restaurant. Oh,
0: my God. Yes, yes. Being in a big group at a restaurant, I cannot... Like, I hate being in those situations. Anytime I'm going into a group situation where er there's going to be, like, 15 people eating at one table, I just bring cash because... I start getting super stressed out. I get really stressed out when people start ordering appetizers <laughs> and they they're like, Oh yeah, we'll take one of these for the table and one of these for the table and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's talk about this because I'm not like a big food guy. And so like if I'm gonna go out somewhere, like I usually just get something kind of cheap because I just don't no, really no, no, care no. that
1: much. no, 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 You don't just get something cheap. He gets. He scans the menu for the cheapest thing, even if it's something he doesn't want to eat, which that's been cured a little bit by not being able to eat 90% of what's on the menu. But seriously, the first time I realized what he was doing after that, I'm like, do you really want that? Or are you looking at the price? And he's like, oh, the price. I'm like, get what you want. Like, that's ridiculous. So
0: I just am terrified of those group check situations because then like, Unless you establish beforehand, like, we're on separate checks, and then it's cool. And I don't worry about it as much. But, like, yeah, when, like, because inevitably like somebody's like oh I'll take it and then everybody gives me cash but then half the people don't have cash they only have their cards so then there's like a pile of random cash and everybody kind of thinks they have it figured out and then they're like okay put $15 on the blue card and then $25 mm-hmm. on this card and 35 on this card and then like somebody ends up getting screwed in the deal or like something goes wrong or it's a huge pain on the server and I don't want to be a pain on I like I don't like being the high maintenance person and Mm -hmm. when you hand a person a stack of 16 debit cards and like have different menu items circled with last names and arrows all over the thing it's like it's just making their life more difficult than it needs to be and i i hate being that person and so like i get super stressed out every time we go into group dining situations and in my defense last time that happened i got screwed horribly horribly at your birthday yes you did um, and I won't even tell you how much, because I don't want you to get upset about it. You told me. Oh, <laughs>
1: damn it! <laughs> so what? So basically I, this feels like I'm your therapist all of a sudden <laughs> is that all of it boils down to, you just don't want to make waves and you don't want to be high maintenance. Yeah. That's all of it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Which is weird because on the flip side, like I love rustling people's jimmies, <laughs> but people that I feel like deserve it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I like messing with people online and right picking fights and, but that's, I don't know, that's kind of like meaningless stuff, I guess.
1: Um. So my phobias are fears. So my fears are, I'm scared that well, now every single day, I'm scared I'm gonna get fired. Um, another fear is that my eye's gonna be paper cut, my eyeball. Um, I also have a weird um, fear of frogs, specifically tree frogs, the ones with like the long, skinny, nasty fingers. No,
0: too bad I don't have that frog suit anymore.
1: Well, I wouldn't be scared of that,
0: could have done some aversion therapy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or some weird furry stuff. Yeah, both. Both. <laughs> Maybe Combined. at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I just had I, I always were was freaked out. I was like huge into Kermit and collected a lot of frog stuff. So my boyfriend, the same one who cried when, you know, um, got me a frog for my eighteenth birthday. So wait, he's your boyfriend? He then became my boyfriend. Oh,
0: uh, he broke up with yes. the person and then went straight to you? Was yes. there a break time in
1: between
0: no okay all right keep going sorry
1: um but he never kissed her she didn't really like him she was using him for his car yeah okay but anyways so for my 18th birthday in every one of my classrooms he had a present waiting for me and like a kind of a little scavenger hunt and then at home he had gotten me one of those frogs because at the time i was collecting frogs and it was the most disgusting thing. I had to feed it live crickets. <laughs> I had to make it like a little atmosphere in the thing. It would be creepy. And then once when I was, um, feeding it, this nasty stuff, which I ended up making him come and do it jumped on my face. So I got hey pod dog. Um, so I got super scared Go of and die frogs. So I, I have like a really big phobia of those. Um, and but this is an actual phobia this is not a fear oh i don't like it but an actual phobia um is of needles and i've
0: that's true anytime we're watching a show and like any kind of needle comes on at all she just covers her eyes
1: yeah like i start to get like the room like the room starts to spin a little bit and my It starts to like darken around my eyes. And if you're
0: going to get any kind of like blood work done or anything like that, you have to take like a Valium beforehand. And even then you freak out so much that all your veins like constrict and it's impossible to find.
1: Well, the, it's also what they've told me is that my veins are deep and they roll or something. I don't know what that means and I don't want to know. And that they're like the size of a child. So all of that together Makes it almost impossible to find a vein when they do. So I have to, like, when I go in, I have to tell them I have to lay down because I'll usually almost puke. I have to lay down. You have to put hot packs. I mean, because two really bad times were I took the volume. My friend Kendra was in the room with me holding my hand. They had to go in through both arms, hands, ended up going through my foot. And then it wasn't even enough blood to like complete the blood test. Yeah. So then you
0: don't ever have to worry about getting addicted to heroin.
1: Right. Right. So then another really bad time is I was having a surgery and they tried six times to get a vein. And he just kept saying, you need to calm down. Like he was being really rude. And then they gassed me. And when I woke up, I had 12 different places where he had attempted to put in an IV and it didn't work. Nice. And that's his job. So it's not just me. So all of that together, my phobia of needles.
0: Needles. Needles is your phobia.
1: Like even the, sometimes in the restroom, they'll have a deposit for like diabetic needles.
0: Start getting panicky.
1: Yeah, I get panicky. My arms, like I can't really move my arms. Like just this talk right now is getting me like really... Mm. I feel really gross. I'm
0: just going to wait until you're sleeping and hover over you with a needle in one hand and a big piece of paper in the other.
1: No, that's (laughs) so mean.
0: What about a needle in the eye? Is that like a combination of the two? Oh,
1: God. Oh, God. (laughs) I feel like there was a movie. If anyone can remember a movie where someone did heroin through their eye, was it Requiem for a Dream?
0: Or Trainspotting, maybe? Yeah. Uh, no,
1: this is horrible.
0: Um, yeah, I used to be terrified of the dark, like legitimately terrified of the dark, to the point where when my parents would leave, and this—I mean, I—I I didn't spend the night outside on my own, like in our backyard, until I was 16 years old.
1: Because you were scared of it. Yeah,
0: and there would be times where my parents would leave the house, and if it was dark outside. And I was home alone. I would be too scared to get off the couch mm. because I would just be convinced that there was somebody under the couch that was going to come and get me in. Like I was in Boy Scouts and I would like if I had to get up to go to the bathroom, I would either just get up, open the tent and pee directly outside the tent, which is not a good strategy, by the way, especially mm-hmm. if you're going to be in that campsite for a while. It starts to smell after a while. Um But... Uh, or I would have to wake somebody up. <laughs> I would have to wake one of my friends up and have them walk with me to the bathroom or whatever. go. Did they know you were scared the of the thing. dark
1: and that's why? Yeah. Oh. So yeah, that's our that's our
0: phobias. So um, we've come to the end of our show. It's oh really? Our, yeah. It's we're already way over what we usually try and do.
1: Sorry, guys. It's okay. My tired ramblings. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so anyway thanks for listening um tell your friend about us i had planned to make our website tonight so we could put it out but then didn't get to it and now it's one thirty in the morning so i'm probably not going to get to it tonight but um anyway
1: yeah go seahawks
0: yeah go seahawks um you can find chrissy on twitter at kissy eyes k-i-s-s-i-e why, yes, what, yes, I forgot how to spell eyes for a minute there, <laughs> where you can find us on Twitter at nerd out loud pod, or on Facebook, nerdoutloudpod. out loud pod, um, basically, just google and nerd your, out loud pod your Twitter, no, remember, I'm trying to interact with less people on Twitter, oh right, <laughs> that was my New Year's resolution. <laughs> I did unfollow like forty people in the last week and a half, so it's good, there's something to be excited about, um.
1: Yeah, so you don't There's want to else. give it out. What do you want to give out? Your Reddit name?
0: It's the same as uh, same okay. name as I am everywhere, okay. but that's not really like a thing where people like. Oh, it isn't? You don't like okay. find people on, whatever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So anyway, thanks for listening. Tell a friend. Um, review us on iTunes. Review us on iTunes. Send us money. Send us um, your panties.
1: No. Or, don't say the word panties. Or
0: underwear. We don't judge.
1: Don't say the word panties. It's my worst <laughs> word. <laughs>
0: and uh, any last words? Nope. All right.
1: Don't wear blackface to your Martin Luther King's assembly, apparently. Or how about just
0: don't wear blackface? <laughs> yeah. Let's we'll go with that. Yep. Hey, kids, don't wear blackface and let your third flag fly. <laughs>